0: and welcome to another edition of the only podcast. I am your co-host, Austin Smith, joined as always by your other co-host. There's got to be a better way to say that. John Kirby.
1: Yeah. Um You're
0: What up? It's week 8 technically and yeah. Michigan State football is 6 and 1. Before we get into that, we got some hoops to cover too, but you can follow me on Twitter at acsmith06 and John at John underscore Kirby. Um, we're both pushing some milestones here, so you know, tell tell your friends. Yeah, tell your friends, your Michigan State friends, not your Michigan friends, if you have those. Um,
1: Most of my followers are bots. Yeah, I me too. I I love them, love them. Yeah. Like, just like I love all my fans, love the mm-hmm. bots. Mm-hmm.
0: Both yeah. of my fans. Yeah, they're really great people. You know who you are. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could use some bots, whatever it takes, but,
1: and the only colors
0: and the only colors. Yeah. God, I always forget that too. Uh, and follow the only colors, obviously. Um,
1: it was a big week. Sweet. Yeah. That it was, was a,
0: a, it was a big week.
1: We had a cool week because a great week. Hoops, hoops, hoops. There. We're getting close. Hoops. There it is. And <laughs> yeah. Midnight madness.
0: Yeah. So we're going to start with some basketball this week. Um, one of MSU's. Biggest and best traditions uh, took place last week. Midnight Madness. Um,
1: before we start, did you ever do the Izzo Campout?
0: I did the Izzo Campout one year. So fun. It was a lot of fun.
1: The coolest sober night I've ever had.
0: Yeah, dead sober. <laughs> I was completely sober, <laughs> yeah. which I have definitely not. Everybody was not that. Yeah, no. But um, I had an awesome time, and I was there. What year was that? I guess it was, my, it was 2007, so the year before the detroit final four awesome. so it was i'm pretty sure i have pictures with edong Ebok, which looks hysterical dude. he just towers he's over me he's the man him Kalen, um chris allen dude pretty sure i got dolman in there of
1: course mr mm-hmm. basketball minnesota yep all-time oh, leading yeah. scorer of all time in minnesota don't forget also and no no hate toward isaiah but I wish I hooped in Minnesota. Yeah, seriously, like. they're I all playing hockey.
0: I might have made varsity.
1: They're all playing hockey. But... <laughs> um, so, quick, Edong story. Uh, I took class. I was in class with him. Yes. He was in a small group project, team of four. He was the best man. Was he, he was... actually
0: smart? Sure, he was, a, sure. He, was <laughs>
1: he was getting his master's. Whoa, yeah, because he had. I believe that registered, or so he was a senior, fifth year. Um, he was he was hysterical because, uh, you know. He could. He would, we would be like, hey, we're going to meet at the library or whatever. We'd be in there, and it'd be like, oh, Edan. Or yeah. we, he'd be like, oh, we're over here. And I'd be like, yeah, no. I know. I could see. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like seven feet tall. You're
0: taller than the stacks.
1: Yeah. He's like raising his hand, like, hey, guys. They're like, no, yeah.
0: No, all you had to do was nod. No, we f- saw you.
1: Gotcha, bud. No, he's the That's man. That's amazing. No, he's the man. Mm. Uh, no, that was fun. So Midnight Madness uh, took place, another fun event. I think sold out, Brez. Yeah, well, does, understandably. Right? It's a cool event, um, and it uh, looks like an old Spartan dog, uh, Ballinger. Adam, Adam Ballinger. Ballinger. He did some really cool avatar-like caricatures. The
0: illustrations. I don't know if you've followed him on. He's another great follow on Twitter. He's been doing these drawings for a long really? time. Yeah, it's cool, and he's like super talented. They're mm-hmm. uh, they're a little weird. Mm-hmm. They've got some. He's he's into like the bulbous features. Like everything's very round.
1: Yeah, but he is that.
0: so talented. Like I'm sure he's really got cool. shirts. I've seen ones of like he did some of Judd and Izzo before. That's really cool. Yeah, he's you pretty. Cool. It's cool to see them incorporate the old Spartan dogs and in, like yeah. into the. new. I just
1: love to see that. Obviously, this family it's a unit and that's yes. a lot of the reason why a lot of these guys come to michigan state because every program is like oh there's like family you i don't i don't know maybe it's just me and i don't follow enough programs but
0: now i think in the day of one and duns and these the what duke has become yeah what kentucky, kentucky is sure. um i know there are other schools that i'm just not thinking of but those are the two best examples um what it means to be a program, I think, has sort of changed. I don't think you get a lot of... I don't think there's many places where a guy like Miles Bridges would come back for a sophomore year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't that,
1: think there are a lot of programs where a role player like 10 years, 12, 15 years ago, like Adam Ballinger, is still an <laughs> integral part yeah, of no March men Yeah, no And people or, remember and who he madness. is. Yeah, and, and people, everyone's like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, that sure. guy.
0: Sure, he was a guy. Um, yeah, I think that's... That's pretty cool. It definitely speaks to the the family atmosphere, the culture, the culture. We do do it for the culture. You
1: know, um, we those caricatures may be integral to the nicknames that we produce. This by the upcoming way,
0: season. By the way, did you see that Nick Ward wants to be called King Ward?
1: Sorry, man, you're Slim Pudding. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's just sad. like I
0: get it. I get it. Sure, go okay. for it, Nick. I understand, King. Listen, man, you come up with a. I, I'm willing to consider a nick, a new nickname. Um yeah. I'm not eager to do so. Yeah. Uh, but he's gonna have to earn King Ward for me. Yes. Like if he goes up and like <coughs> if he lands like some huge posterization, if he makes a three, mm-hmm. that's a that's that's a Austin Smith promise. If he makes a three, mm-hmm. it's all King Ward. King Ward. I'm willing to forego Puddin' as yeah. blasphemous as that may be. Yeah. I am willing to call him. By his requested hey king king ward but you gotta earn it gotta earn it
1: man gotta earn okay so uh do you want to hear a nickname that i've I've been workshopping yes okay badly uh for our star player miles young miles (laughs) young miles indeed (laughs) okay um you're familiar with uh delta you were in las vegas Mm -hmm. this past week did you fly delta no. Well, they have an amazing... But pro- I did survive. I feel like that's kind I'm, of an accomplishment. That is a separate issue. That yeah. You, you we don't to- need
0: to get into that on this
1: podcast, <clears throat> but I am alive and well. Um, they have a rewards program, like many airlines do. Mm-hmm. And, I, the, and also, Miles Bridges spends a lot of time in the air. He does. He might be Sky Miles. Sky Miles? Yeah. Ooh. Does that feel good? I kind of like it. Yeah, okay.
0: You've got to earn it. Or Air Miles. Ooh, Air Miles. I'm just saying. It, it, my philosophy with nicknames, right. and I may have said this on this podcast before, and if I haven't, I know I've said it to you. Mm-hmm. It's got to be in the moment. Gotta it's got to be something that I, at a bar or in my own home, feel comfortable screaming at the top of my lungs. Just yeah. like yelling at the TV.
1: And you don't have to think about it.
0: No, Just it's natural. Yep, yep, absolutely. So uh, I am very much willing to consider Air Miles, Sky Miles, whatever whatever happens. We're, I mean, we're I mean, open to
1: your thoughts, too. Yes, we always um, take suggestions. Preseason rankings. Yes, they came out. We're, we're number two. We're number two.
0: We're number two.
1: You know what, though? I saw some Instagram footage that indicates that we're number one. I see. Do you know why? Because we're awesome. Well, <laughs> that. And when the number <laughs> one team... Is so oh. over the head clapping to Cascada. I
0: okay. We should we should really get into this. This is this upset me. No, you're as, done. You're as out a, of the top twenty five. As a
1: sanction of Cascada of
0: Cascada's work and that song They ruined it. You ruined it. If you are gonna associate associating that with Grayson Allen is just wrong.
1: I don't I can't like that song anymore. No,
0: and like who has ever heard that song and been like, you know what? Yeah us Slow overhand clap. Yep. That's the dance move here. Not to do. just like a furious fist no. pump or no. literally anything
1: Clapping? else. What are we? Do? <sighs> they? I want NCAA sanctions. No postseason. Right. I want the death penalty for that program. Yeah.
0: Yep. Death. We should probably suspend Grace Now for the year. I'm just saying, it's what something we, we should consider. Or we we need just to talk beat to him in
1: Chicago in a so, couple weeks.
0: So what? Now again, I don't want I don't want to jinx anything here. But I'm gonna go out on a limb and suggest that these two teams are gonna play each other as number one and number two sure. in the country. Yeah. I have said since the day that it was announced that it is being in the Champions Classic as Michigan State is probably the coolest thing that you I think it's the coolest preseason tournament that you can do. Because Absolutely. you're playing a powerhouse legendary program every single year Everywhere? on national TV. Mm-hmm you're playing at some of the best players in some of the coolest venues. Every year it's phenomenal for your program. It's great for your fan base. It allows fans from all over the country to know that they're going to get to see their team play close to them, you know, every other year. And this will be the third year, third time it's in Chicago. Yeah. And it will be the <clears throat> first time they've played Duke in Chicago, but it will be the second number 1 versus number 2 Michigan State game in Chicago. MSU he- versus Kentucky. I was there. You were there. I was there as well. I've been to both, and I have my ticket for MSU Duke as well. Uh, So I have been to both of those Champions Classics, which were both incredible games. Yeah. When that Michigan State team beat the Julius Randle Kentucky team, and then Denzel had his triple-double against Kansas, Kansas. which was insane. Yeah. Um, I think this year has a very real chance to, to live up to the hype. And I think it's going to be interesting because I don't necessarily know. And again, we haven't seen them play a single game, but based on what I do know about Michigan state, it, it's hard for me to look at Duke. They are talented. They're loaded. These fresh, this yeah. freshman class they have they is huge, it. but they've got six guys again. From what <laughs> I can tell, I need to dig in and watch them play more. But like you've got your three freshmen, Wendell Carter, Trevon Duvall, um, they have Gary Trent too don't yeah. they and, and then big. they have Marvin Bagley yeah. Grayson Grayson Allen and then uh, who's the big Marquis something mm-hmm. the guy who barely played last year this isn't a Duke probably um, so no know. but they're just saying <laughs> know, we play him soon yeah. um, they've got the other big two but outside of that mm-hmm. like Duke has become a very shallow team they haven't well, had a team that's deeper than six or seven guys in a couple of years you're it are right. like.
1: You, you know that's what happens with when you when you dive into one and done culture absolutely You risk so much, and you have to guarantee playing time, and you Mm -hmm. have to, you know, find who's actually going to be around for four years. It's a different four year plan, yeah, right? Uh,
0: Especially, it makes it hard, especially when you lose a guy that you didn't expect to go. I think Frank Frank Jackson's a big case for that because they don't, yeah, I mean, I don't really know who their point guard's going to be, but Frank Jackson, man. He was a dynamic point guard. I think he's going to be a good NBA player. Um, he's a little short, but that dude is a water bug. He was fast. He yeah. had a nice looking shot. Like, that's a that's when it really gets tough.
1: You're if right. you're a
0: one and done type programmer. you lose a guy you don't expect yeah. to, no, can no. knock a leg out from under your your chair. And I just look at Michigan State, Marcus Bolden. That's the guy I was trying okay. to think of. Um, I look at MSU and I see veteran, relative veteran experience. Duke's got some of that too with Allen, obviously, but you've got. Guys that have played a lot of minutes. Yep, last year uh, on the biggest stage against the best teams. You've got a ton of size and depth in the front court. I would like to think that just by running a lot of bodies out there against Duke, it should do a lot of good for them.
1: Well, it'll matter in terms of
0: controlling the the boards and thus the game.
1: And those that depth <clears throat> will play a much larger part as you get to February and March. One hundred percent. So. You but against clear, a thin team? Yeah. That makes it well, all the right. gymnasts in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll you see. Can tell we we, <laughs> we got to get love, more into that later we on. We do but. love our hoops. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we could do this. You know, we might have to have a hoop separate podcast. Um, but uh, some other. So the uh, game tomorrow night against Ferris State. Another yep. exhibition game uh, Saturday, I believe, against Georgia at Van Andel Arena in Grand Rapids. The Dogs. Man.
0: Yeah, that came out of nowhere. That might be one of the more random games I've ever even heard of.
1: Yeah, I mean, sure. Sure. Is it? Are we sure it's not the country of Georgia? Could is be. Is anyone confirmed?
0: I have <clears> certainly
1: not. <clears throat> okay. So other things happened. Um, our football team won. They won, and that was awesome. Not maybe for the eyes to watch, but but the the record itself. The win is really what. That's matters. what we're going to take away here as the big thing, and we'll never speak of this game again. No, until a- after this podcast, it never happened. I'm going to make sure it's deleted from like ESPN's archives.
0: Gone. I, they may not have recorded it. Good. That's fine. And I will admit, <clears> again, <throat> I I was uh, a bit in and out on this one, given where I was this past weekend at all. Hey man, but
1: I'll carry the load <laughs> if I but, have to.
0: But I, I did watch, you know, I watched the fourth quarter. I, you know, you can pretty much tell the story from the box score and watch some of the replay, Seriously. too. It's
1: awesome. It was not a pretty game. I got to tell you. I had the unfortunate experience of turning on ESPNU on Sunday afternoon, mm. only to find our game against okay. Indiana. So I'm like, "Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah." I wasn't planning on rewatching this right now, but right. it'll happen. <laughs> and then the fourth, like, it starts in the mid-third, and then the fourth quarter starts, and I had to get a beer. <laughs> I mean, it was like, oh my! God. Yeah,
0: yeah. That was not a. Uh, it, it was not a pretty game. Um, you know, if we go back here and, You want to hit the bad first? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, there's certainly a lot more of that to hit than the good. Um, I I think again, you know, the Oh shoot, we might get us some noise here. Uh the big story is that the offense once again scuffled, only scoring 17 points.
1: Yeah, as a real uh workman like after Yeah, lunch, lunch fail. The 17 points. You know, uh,
0: uh Yeah, and, and honestly, and this might be jumping ahead a little bit, but they shouldn't have even scored seventeen. They should have not scored the last touchdown.
1: You know what's cool though is that we we legitimately won a game ten to nine. Oh, Our yeah. defense, like legitimate, like no goofiness nope. happened. We held it to that was nine like, points, ten nine win, and won the game. That is hilarious. I mean,
0: once again, you want to we want to talk about the bad. Um, you yeah. know, Brian Lewerke until the last five minutes of the game was not very good. Not um, good. I think it raises valid concerns moving forward. Um, now, listen, Indiana, we did talk about this last week. They have a much better pass defense. I think they just have a better defense in general than, than they really get credit for. Um yeah, I kind of, if people will remember, I kind of realized that mid-podcast yeah, last week. Told, yeah, but, we were
1: talking about it yeah. earlier. And you're kind of like, oh, oh. I was like, well, no, oh, oh, okay. What? Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, they, uh, you know, they got Coupled
1: a, with our stagnant Right. It's, it's not
0: a, it wasn't a good formula for Michigan State. You know, again, that's, that's not good. But I will say that if we do want to talk about what was good. Yeah. I mean there's a couple of things first was the I mean that defense is inc- it's incredible like it the fact that this defense is at this point of this season is remarkable it's it's, it's remarkable it's incredible coming into this year yeah I know I had talked about it I'm pretty sure with you I'm pretty sure we covered it in the first pod I was worried more about the defense coming to life than, than the offense. Yeah. I, if anything, my concerns were completely flipped. I, I thought the offense would be okay. There's plenty of talent. Not that we haven't seen the talent, yep. but I thought it would gel together a little better in the defense, you know, based on how stubborn we saw the defensive coordinators being, based on how, you know, weak we assumed the defensive ends would be, where was the pass rush going to come from.
1: Yeah. It all showed up.
0: But not it, it all showed up. And then there's this bonus – level of incredible discipline and in play and senior junior leadership and, that came out of nowhere and, and a, defensive <laughs> adjustments like and,
1: and a kid Joe Bocci who is yeah. playing at an not just an all-league level he's an all-american I mean okay. he's got to get
0: consideration the for kid, first team all big 10 definitely the,
1: well the problem is with that is okay so Bachi it's 13 tackles okay so he's now tied for 14th and or excuse me 41st in the country in tackles, wow, sixty-three. That's tied for second in the Big Ten. To your boy Josie, Josie, well, who who still leads the Big Ten after not playing last week?
0: He's good at football. <laughs> so that's he's the very problem. good. At football. So that's
1: the problem, right? Like, yeah, it's hard to it, when you can't win all Big Ten. Well, I'm they
0: he, yeah, but they take three linebackers. So I'm sure. sure he's one of the top three. All right, well, I would like to think. I mean, got he's, a lot he's of made. Games to go, he's but. made. Yeah, he, there certainly is a long way to go, but he's made. You know. All Big Ten player of the week, defensive player of the Twice, week, a couple different times. So, um, I think that's probably the biggest thing. You didn't, nobody, nobody outside of that locker room could have possibly known that they were, there was a superstar, a superstar, yeah. middle linebacker, captain of the defense, yeah. just sitting there. They're ready to go. Just sitting there. They're just ready to go. So.
1: And then we also, another big breakout, not for the season, but for this game, young Cody White.
0: Yes, Cody. It was beautiful. Got the start.
1: I got to start Over-trish and then showed thing. out.
0: Yeah, big I time. I mean,
1: you're talking about getting an opportunity, right?
0: Making the most of it. Cool. I mean, that is it. That is one of the things that has been really cool to watch and is, is always fun, really at a bunch of different position groups. Corners has been like this this year, um, and, and receivers are starting to be this way. But there are two, two ways to look at it. One way to look at a group where you're like, okay, here's a bunch of bodies – Let's mm-hmm. hope this competition breeds something good. Mm-hmm. It can either breed something special like it has with Cody White, like it has with Heart. Josiah Scott, like it has with Hunter Horizon, or it can go completely the other way and just nobody steps up and answers the bell. Michigan State has had a pretty solid history of it going the positive mm-hmm. direction. And it's really cool to see Cody White and Hunter Horizon over the last two weeks be the guys to lead the team, uh, you know, in receiving. Yeah. It's, it's – it's cool. And and then to see Felton Davis still stepping up and yeah, making plays. But right, Cody White winning the game,
1: electric. And, and Austin, you know, what an amazing case study that Mark D'Antonio gets to take into any living room. Oh yeah. I mean, you walk it's a you walk in any living room and he doesn't have to lie to you and nope. say, You you know, you can play. If you if you earn it, you can play. Yep. Here's the tape. You know <laughs> I mean, look at all these freshmen, Yeah.
0: Right? It's gonna be interesting to see. How much playing time he has to sell moving forward with all these guys becoming second and third year players, but he can certainly look every parent and every kid in the eye and say, if you are the best player, you will play. Absolutely. It's been proven time and time again throughout his career. And um, it's exciting to think about the potential of a core of Felton Davis, Daryl Stewart, Hunter Risen. let's not forget about Christian Jackson. And Cody What yeah, and Tristan Jackson.
1: Like that's that's a stable. I mean, that's a that's a real stable. It's a, but, it's a great asset, and now we just need to figure out how to better yes. <laughs> leverage that asset. Um, I'm going to talk about a quick bad thing. Because yes. it can no longer, we are barreling down a road of where this is no longer an anomaly. Like, this is what it is. And the fumbles. Oh, yeah. Austin, we have Michigan State through seven games, mm-hmm. believe. Nineteen. Yes, seven. <laughs> I've survived seven of them. Good. Nineteen fumbles on the season. That's just too many. And nine of them. Fire like, the
0: fumbles, coach. Yeah,
1: get him out of here. <laughs> nine lost. But I'm gonna break that down further for you. We've run 509 offensive plays. Nineteen were fumbles. That means three point over three point seven percent chance on any given play. Any given play will be a fumble. That's terrible. Yeah, that's bad. Like, that's a lot. That's not something that anyone should consider or think about. And now, what I don't want to happen. Luckily, fumbles are not like drops where it's maybe like a mental. Like, right. But it, we've gotten to a point where is this just we're just a poor a team that cannot handle the ball. If that's if you have personnel that have proven that that is just a liability. Yeah. That's what you are. Right. And, and when, it, when you've done more than half of the season now, it's yeah. it's hard to say that it's not like bad luck we're getting to a point where another game like this and that's who you are
0: yeah i i don't think that's an unfair statement at all i you know it, it, the the biggest issue is that it's our best players that are the ones that are fumbling that's, <laughs> it, that's, that, that's really the biggest problem
1: correct so it'll be really interesting and think about this all that bad the defense has been put in some really bad spots yeah and has still produced what they've been producing. Yeah.
0: And I think I think kind of spinning this forward into what we can take away from this week and what we learn going forward. Um, first of all, if you want to talk about the defense, the defense it's it's every bit as good as exactly. as advertised. I mean, no those, one has fallen off
1: those numbers aren't fake. The those number aren't
0: yeah, fake. Three, you're like you said, you're through seven games. It's a sample size now. Yeah. Listen, you can very fairly nitpick a lot of the numbers from the defense based on the opponents that they've played. However, it's it's through seven games, it's a pretty solid story. Yep. You you've got a solid sample size, but I think the biggest thing coming out of this game for me is that it's it is time it's time for Brian Lewerke to kind of take that next step. Now,
1: yeah. yeah. Talk about that. Talk about it.
0: So, so I think they To to me, he just hasn't – you know, it's so easy to draw comparisons to the 20 – now, again, I don't want to get carried away here and say that this season is going to end the way that the season I'm about to say ended because the chances of that I just simply don't think are very high. But um, it's so easy to draw comparisons to that 2013 Connor Cook's first year type of season with Brian Lewerke. But the biggest difference is Connor Cook really once after Iowa – he had a, sc- a couple scuffle games in there, like against Purdue. They only won fourteen nothing. But like he hit this point in the season, just about this eighth game, this apex, and he just he just kept going. You're like he right. never topped three hundred yards until the last two games of the year. But you just felt this level of command, and now you feel it from Brian Lewerke. Like I, again, in what I want to see is I want to see him play like he does in the big moments. For a whole game, mm-hmm. he played his ass off. The last couple drives of that game made the big plays when he had to make them. Mm-hmm. Made smart reads, you know, led his team down the field to to kick a go ahead field goal and then score a touchdown. If I'm recalling this correctly, um, and but you can the the good side of it is that he doesn't wilt in big moments, which is what Connor Cook. Never did. He never wilted in the big moments. Yeah. He always was out there when the lights were the brightest. And I feel the same about Lewerke, but it's those other moments. Because there's some teams coming up on the schedule,
1: mm-hmm.
0: including the one this mm-hmm, week,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where you, you got to have a passing game. Or, yeah, you're right. you know, you might not get the result you want.
1: You're right. And, and I'm not excusing the first three and a half quarters. But what we did learn as well is that he did show up. He did. <laughs> At the end of the game. Absolutely. Right? Now think about this too. I'm I'm just gonna put the, the, the shoe on the other foot. He had every reason to to fail. You sucked the whole game. The offense sucked the whole game. What would make you think that all of a sudden things would unsuck? Yeah. And all of a sudden we went out there and that offense looked competent. Mm-hmm. They looked like like you know how hard it is to shrug off when you have such a young offense and oh, just yeah. pretend that doesn't happen. Yes. And he walked out there, and they go down and score, get the ball. You know, defense does their job again. Okay. He, yeah, gets the ball back, and now should LJ have taken the whatever? They still were moving on them again, right? To end the game. Yep. So, so like, I can, I can, I hear you. You're totally right. I think we're saying the same thing. We also know that he has it because we saw it. Right, right. Yeah, so that's I, it, that's it, that's good.
0: But I think the next step in his maturation, like that's yeah. that is undoubtedly, that's probably the best trait that a quarterback can have. Frankly, is being is off. not getting well. A being able to shrug it off and B not getting intimidated by the big moment. That was honestly, and I know I just said this, but that's what made Connor Cook so great. He, he both had of those, the right? shortest, shortest Shr- memory. He had a
1: cornerback's memory. Yep.
0: <laughs> Made some terrible throws in his career. Sure, but also when the lights shine the brightest, he played his best. And I don't doubt that Brian Lewerke has that same characteristic. But what you want to see, and really again, kind of giving him a bit of a break. This is what this is going to be his 11th start, I think something like that, 10th, 11th that start this great. week. Um, yeah. Eleventh, twelfth, maybe. So you're you're just getting to the end of your first season Correct. of starting you're for right. Brian Lowry. So you want, and, and you know that's as a freshman and a sophomore. This I think it's it's time to expect a little more consistency, some solid decision making um, throughout a game as opposed to spurts of it. Now I, I I know he's got it in him. Yeah, there's no doubt that he can do it.
1: But. You know, you know what's great also, and I'm always looking for the silver lining. Yes. So that might, you know, maybe that makes me a slappy. <laughs> I try
0: and look That's at, not what makes you a slappy. Right. It's, that, the, it's the other stuff. <laughs> it's the, it's just the obtuse the, look yeah, at. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. So
1: I think the silver lining that I take away is, man, you play a really crappy game against Indiana at mm-hmm. home and had no reason to win and did. Still won. You don't have the opportunity. You don't have the privilege to go, say, to look past. Going to Evanston this week? Yeah, I had not to at Penn all. State. You don't. You don't have the right. No. So it's a. And you know what? That's good. That's not a bad thing. And I to refocus everyone and say, man, they have to watch that tape all day this week or oh, this man. whole week and be like, wow. Yeah. That I was know. bad, and they, we won. And they won. So that's and they're six takeaway. and one. So your t- my last takeaway, my biggest regret last mm. week, is not mentioning the old brass platoon.
0: Oh. Yeah, that's a we should make that's a formal apology we have to make.
1: We should never ever, mentioned it. I we might, never
0: mentioned that there are, you know, hashtag one of our hashtag real rivals, too.
1: I mean, I feel like a formal, like written apology is necessary.
0: Yeah. Joint potential. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I'll let you write it. Of course. But <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah,
1: I I think that's fair. And and I think the next takeaway is didn't want to say it last week, but Last week marked the beginning of what I like in my head of calling the Revenge Tour. Yeah, absolutely. The Revenge Tour began last week. It did. Knocked off the in mighty Hoosiers 0-4 in the conference. <laughs> and up next is the always rabid Ryan Fields yes. in Evanston. Taking yes. back what is ours in 2016. Hopefully.
0: Yeah. Well, wait, do we do we want to get into Northwestern here?
1: I or want to get we, into the big la, the Big Ten though. Yeah, we want to do. Let's touch on the Big first. You you know that it, this might be my favorite part of every week talking, <laughs> It's just dogging everyone. Okay,
0: else. I'm and I just want to be completely clear with everyone. This is pretty much blind oh. dogging on my part. To be, clear, I saw the box scores, did a little bit of uh, well, little bit of investigation, but Austin, but I'm standing t- on a lot of stereotypes here, which might make this more enjoyable.
1: It's way better, and I, Austin, you did. You don't have to see it to know. See, that's what I think.
0: That's what I think. In the big, that's kind of the beauty of the Big Ten. It's yeah. like every
1: team's gonna play exactly how yeah, you nothing, expect them to play. It's not a lot of changes. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's right. let's start. Okay. So, um, to start, um, I also forgot to tell like a, a weird, funny story when I was at Minnesota oh, yes, last please week. Please tell Are you us. Tell it really I quickly. Want this. I've okay. heard
0: it because I, I told it to
1: you after, and you were like, "You have to talk about that." Yeah. Okay. Uh, So I'm in the elevator in Minneapolis, and uh, get on the get on and these this these uh, older people get on, and they have these like really amazing zip ups, like really fly, like too good maybe to buy in a bookstore almost. (laughs) Like they were really really slick, and they said you know Minnesota row the boat, and they have like oars all over them, and it was like really slick. And I couldn't help myself but saying something along the lines of, like, those are, those, you're really taking roll the boat all the way, huh? Yeah. Like, you're really doing it. And the, and I kid you not, the, the the gentleman looks at me and he goes, yeah, well. Our son's on the crew team, so it kind of <laughs> worked out for
0: us. Nothing's worked out for a specific team at a school. Better than getting rowed the boat worked out for the crew team in Minnesota's Minnesota.
1: crew team went from nothing to swagged out. Yeah, to literally <laughs> the best gear you can get. They have the swaggiest gear in the country. Here's a question. Did they
0: miss an opportunity, or are their paddles also, like, patterned, like, like, beaver tails like gopher tails mm. do gophers have tails they do okay i think I, that's maybe the first question i think they do yeah they might
1: i'm thinking oh uh, they should yeah
0: yeah they should be patterned that way
1: don't make me look this up
0: please don't. we're <laughs> so, gonna go under we're going under the impression that yes and yes okay
1: so <laughs> uh that is a i'm gonna count that as a love
0: yeah that's <laughs> a love i think that's a fair love
1: you got any loves
0: um let's see here well, I mean, you touched on it, but Josie Jewell. He didn't play. Listen, if you can not play, and they did lose to Northwestern, so.
1: Because he didn't fair play. Fair to say
0: that he might be worth seven points. Um, to not play a week of football and then still lead the conference in tackles.
1: Can, can I, I tell, love that. Can I tell you exactly like how many it's points? It's a they...
0: very Iowa linebacker <laughs> thing to happen.
1: Can I? But, like, better than yep. most. Yeah. Uh, can I tell you exactly how many points he's worth? Yes. Okay. So I went to bed on fr- on Thursday night, Friday night, and the line was uh, Iowa by one. Okay. Clearly, I'm divulging how big of a gambler I am <laughs> because the next morning at ten thirty, I'm looking and all of a sudden uh, it says Northwestern is a two and a half point favorite, <laughs> and I am <laughs> I am panicked. So he is like, worth.
0: You were oh. shook.
1: Yeah, how do I handle that? I have no idea what happened. Clearly, he is worth three and a half points. <laughs> like you're under, I think you're underselling him. I and I think that wasn't enough.
0: Yeah, clearly like, it wasn't, enough. and it
1: wasn't. Really, was, He's worth that much. I mean, he is good And you know what? Northwestern. I don't want to like get too far ahead. They have a really manageable schedule.
0: Yeah, so they're coming in this week at three and three. So and they, no four and three. Four excuse and three. me. And the rest of their schedule looks as follows. Michigan State, yeah, easily the toughest game left on their schedule. Yeah, at Nebraska, win versus Purdue, win versus Minnesota, win at Illinois,
1: three wins. I mean, so, so you're looking at probably, I would think at least an eight win season. Yeah, they're, I mean, they, it all plays out for them. They, you know what sucks for them though is they managed to, to mess up and get eight win season when they didn't have to play Penn State. Yeah. Or Ohio State? No,
0: they played Penn State. Okay. They didn't play Ohio State. They my got bad. smoked by Penn State. What? They didn't play Ohio State. Well, they didn't play Ohio State. They didn't play Michigan. Well, they probably would have beat Michigan. Oof. So, whatever. <laughs> beep,
1: beep, 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 beep. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so. They might
0: actually play the air horn there. Yeah,
1: my national love. Okay, this is good. We all love our real rival, Wisconsin, and when they fail, right? Yes, correct. But I also love when they our real rival is spurned.
0: Yeah. Oh, and then
1: yeah. when that's but but Wisconsin doesn't get to love this. I get to keep loving. Right. It. It's a, they it's don't a get to. it's a
0: spite love.
1: Yeah. And and he and Bert Bielema is down in Arkansas. 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 Why isn't it called that? Should be. It is. Should now. Be. No. longer little Arkansas, <laughs> it's Arkansas. Or young Arkansas. Young. <laughs> it's sick. So Bert loses fifty two to twenty to Auburn. Wolf. Auburn's not... They're good. They're like the third best team in the conference, in the SEC. It's not bad. Right? That's good. But you can't lose by 32 to the third best team. Yeah. That can't happen. Arkansas... Okay. They are now 2-5 and five this year. That's not good. They're 0-4 in the SEC. And since Burt's been there, 27-31. and 31. I never really
0: got that hire. I'll be completely honest. I never really understood that hire. Like, Bealum was a perfectly fine coach... But he does not seem to me to be a aggressive recruiter, nor does he seem like a guy that is gonna I just don't think he's gonna walk into many homes in the states of Florida, Louisiana, and Texas and be able to like out personality any can, of any of those coaches. Can I give
1: you my opinion that probably has no merit? Yes. Is that what I'm allowed to do? Mm-hmm. Bert I'm gonna go on a limb. Bert didn't get along with Alpha. Has. They're both. Oh, that's yeah, absolutely right. And Burt couldn't get guys that could take him to the next level. Well, he, in Wisconsin, and he, I bet he thought he could in Arkansas. Yeah, I bet you he thought he could. He left
0: a plum gig, man. Yeah, I don't know why you leave a place like Wisconsin when you know you can get offensive line recruits every single year. You basically only need a quarterback, mm-hmm. and if you have a plus quarterback, Hornerbrook looks to be a plus quarterback. Mm-hmm. You're gonna win that, especially with that division. Yeah, like
1: you're gonna win that division every year. Well, I think most of yours. Yeah, he may have. I mean, look, Bert. He'll bounce back. Seat,
0: I can't wait until he's at some stupid like Mac school.
1: You know that he's gonna go to like Eastern Kentucky.
0: Oh, and just turn him. Into oh, like, you know what? I want him to go to Western Kentucky oh, because covers? him, yeah,
1: because he kind of oh, looks yeah. like the mascot. Exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yes. yes.
0: Oh, that's better. Although him and Woo Pig Sui is a pretty damn good fit too, but he, he
1: kind of looks. Fits. Like, yeah, he does. Wow, I, I I I love that he's on the hot seat. That's my love. No, it's great. Do you have any hates this week?
0: Um, this is more of like a feel bad than than a hate, but our our friends, the perdon boilermakers, yep. guys. I mean, listen. They did their best. First of all, I think just in general, you can't lose to Rutgers.
1: Period. Period.
0: And and Finn. But <laughs> not only that, but you outgain Rutgers 474 yards to 217. Mm. You only scored 12 points. And lose. You
1: doubled them up on. Your own.
0: Oh God, that's just backbreaking. Like, it just all it means is all that positivity at the beginning of the year was like fu- fun, but like you're still Purdue.
1: No, It was our. You're
0: also. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Rutgers is just sick of me. They're done with me. They've heard me. they are They t- must listen. They are tired of your and crap. They are very upset. You
1: come down on them harder than
0: anyone. I do.
1: I yeah for a good reason and and you know what the man. tables have turned on you Austin Ugh, because time. you know what happens this week you mm. are a Buckers fan oh no you know why playing Michigan for fourth oh, place oh I'm all in in the Big Ten yeah, I'm all in I'm oh, all in how quickly yes. you have become in on the oh, Scarlet oh, Night yeah <laughs>
0: I am now a knight uh <laughs> for the for the week I'll wear my uh what is my chainmail or like my iron suit uh yes I. Uh, yeah, I mean listen, I'll root for anybody that plays against Michigan. I'm but, all in. But Butker's, I mean, I got to you got to hand it to him, man, to to win even if it's against what was it? It was Purdue and then Illinois the week before. Don't care. Even if it's against those two teams, <laughs> Rutgers now has a Big 10 winning streak. Yeah. Not a, yeah. That's not good. For and the rest of the Big the rest of the conference should be
1: embarrassed. No, maybe we should get on their level. Mm. Is the rest of the conference you've got on Rutgers' level is what wow. I'm hearing.
0: Yeah, from yeah. From you right now. Well, now they're at, what, like four Big Ten
1: wins? That sounds right. In Maybe three. five. So they've got what? They've got... I want to tell... I, I don't know. I'm going to tell you right now. I know now one of them is Michigan. That is true. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, and I, I don't have the stats. I usually do. I would bet you that you could take all of Rutgers' combined wins from the past, however many years they've been in the league, and not win the Big Ten East this year. <laughs> I bet you they couldn't. <laughs> i believe you. That, actually, you're
0: definitely right, because they would have to have at least, like, what? Six okay. or seven? Yeah, eight. They, eight.
1: They'd they, have to have they're going to have to have seven or eight. They don't have that. I eight. don't think they have no. that. And they shot two they up this year. Wow. Okay, I'm going to give you a... Trending a, up. Yeah, absolutely. In Piscataway. All right, so I'm going to give you my quick national love. Nice. Um or excuse me, hate, my national hate. I hate that Iowa State mm-hmm. is getting no love. None West Lansing right now is West. hype. You know why? Because they went into Lubbock, they played Texas Tech this week. They beat them The Fighting Kings so ba- good, by the yeah. way. I have like a weird hate for them. And and Iowa State went in now this week they're playing TCU, mm. number four in the country, playoff contender. Yeah at home not just for funsies (laughs) like the big 12 title chase matters in this game what is their record they've lost uh, i believe one game they're ranked they're iowa state they are ranked they're likes they're ranked 25th in this finest nation of the world how they're fi- no they're five and two might be okay they lost to iowa remember oh we- <laughs> yeah by three in that crazy game and then remember they beat oklahoma that's right oh my god and then they pants kansas like everyone well, does right well, yeah you know what we shouldn't say beating kansas like you can't pants kansas they walk around pants
0: yeah they don't have pants yeah.
1: so then they beat they go to lubbock win by 18 We got ourselves a big twelve contender
0: is how quickly if this head coach, whoever it may be, is leading them to eight or nine wins He's out the door. I was gonna say, like is does he hang around for a day after the season's over? Does he bother to
1: recruit? He's currently moving in to Somewhere. Well, I think he's probably Nebraska. Oh, that's a good thought, Mike Riley. I don't office? even know. Th- I don't
0: even know this guy's name, I and mean, I he's love already it. the Nebraska head coach. Neither does Nebraska, by the no. way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they so don't. They care. definitely don't. Well, yeah. that's uh, that's pretty
1: good. Do you like that? Okay. I do. Uh, so we're in the Big Twelve, so you know if you listen to this podcast, we do the old Baylor watch.
0: Yes, because we hate uh, Baylor. We and, hate Baylor, and
1: Baylor deserves everything that's coming to them. Oh, uh, Matt Campbell. He's a Toledo guy. Oh, oh yeah, he was a good coach at Toledo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Baylor watch, 0-7 last week, and this is so Baylor. Yeah. So Baylor of you guys. (laughs) They were losing by like 24, something crazy, to West Virginia. Came back, cut it to two. Mm. I believe they went for two to tie it. Oh. Didn't get it. I kind of like
0: that move by Matt Rule to go for the tie, but I just really loved it. I hope it was terrible. Were they going to do
1: kick and be down by one? I mean, I don't know. I don't <laughs> so know. The, yeah, so the, I'm now, not a Baylor coach. <laughs> the, the, next up, uh, Texas at home. And uh, on the schedule, if they can't get by Texas, we got ourselves a Baylor-Kansas game. Oof. And we oh, talked man. about this weeks ago. I don't feel good about that at all. <laughs> That's a thing that has to happen.
0: I don't love it. I don't like that. I feel like they should almost let, like... There should be another winless team, and they should let both of those teams draft from the third winless team just to mm-hmm. slightly improve the talent level. Yeah, or like let them play with like fourteen players on offense. Each team plays fourteen players on offense yeah. and twelve on defense. I'm
1: I think this should be like a let's test out new stuff game. Right. You know what I mean? Like like, like a fifty yard field. Yeah, sure. Like let's make it interesting. Let's try like
0: let's do literally anything. Yeah. Yeah. Go At crazy. All. Or then, maybe cancel it.
1: Let's do that. That, makes more <laughs> that sense. might be
0: the best part. They both just get—they both get losses.
1: I think no one. Well, even if you win, you, do you feel good about it?
0: No. <laughs> so no. like, I want to see. I'm actually now like desperately intrigued to see the TV ranking rating numbers after that game. You, like, did anyone watch?
1: Zero. What? Well, it might zero. be zero. I want to see it. I want to see zero. Maybe it's insane because we want to see such a bad right. game.
0: Maybe I'll watch it because. I'm just, like, that type of person. I just don't care. I'd rather torture myself. I'm going to tell you,
1: if I can't put myself through Rutgers, Illinois, Yeah, uh, true. I can. I if, can. You, if
0: you were looking to clockwork orange someone oh, with a football game, yes. that would be the one
1: to do it with. Yeah, I I would <laughs> highly suggest. If you're in the market for that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, if you want to torture people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here to help our fans. We looking need to at, move ahead. Looking ahead to big, the Big Ten week this week. A uh, couple games on the docket. I think you are kind of fun. Um, yeah. They don't start at 11 a.m. though. No. Because the, the 11 first two a.m. is rough. But you know what? Let's talk about them though. I'm pretty pumped to. Okay. Okay. Let's Get this one out of the way. Wisconsin continues. Yeah. They're comatose.
0: Yeah. They're drunken roll down a hill to the Big Ten Championship.
1: I and I, I hope that. <laughs> I
0: my mood is so. I going
1: to I'm distraught.
0: Book, you can hear just the desperation and John's sighs over there. They're
1: playing at Illinois, and they're twenty-six point favorites today. And that's not a bad line. No, I I think it's going to go up. Probably should. Illinois for his. Be- I mean, oh my god, they should play against Kansas and yeah, and and Baylor. I mean, do you even feel good about yourself, Wisconsin? Do you, you like look in the mirror and say I'm right. doing I'm I'm my best self? No, I
0: bet their players are kind of bored.
1: I I would be too. I would be. You know what you start doing. You're already
0: looking ahead to the championship game. It's like five weeks away.
1: They, I think they are mathematically not quite clenched, but almost mathematically clenched. It's absurd. With how many games to go? Uh,
0: I mean, have they had their bye yet? Yeah, they've had their bye. So they're like seven games in. They have five games to go until the championship game, and they're like already in it.
1: Is that fun for you guys?
0: I don't know. I mean,
1: it's fun for the fans. Is it? Yeah, they just get to think... go get hammered and go to the games. I don't think that's fun. Like, there's mm. no drama. Like, there's no, like... You don't have... feel. How good do we feel after we we pulled out uh, the win against... It a is game? a very different set of expectations. Yeah, absolutely. So, crap Whatever. on... Whatever, just don't watch. Crap on that. Yeah. Uh, the other
0: 11 a.m.
1: The butt. Yes. Uh, the, the Z the, to get the
0: The two... The... Red hot Butkers head into Ann Arbor. Uh, I, you know, Dude. as much as I want, I well, that's first of all the big question on everybody's mind: who's going to end up in fourth place in the Big Ten East after Austin, this game?
1: I'm going to tell you something real quick. You don't have to go to Rome. No. You don't have to start a podcast. You don't have to try and bring back some really terrible uh cliche line who's got it better than us you don't have to dive off of swimming pools to go two and two in this division (laughs) i can tell you right now piscataway you can do none of that (laughs) all you got to do is bring a hot tub to game one yeah that's right (laughs) and you and then you chuck you get a ticket to two and two fourth place it's the one gimmick
0: he didn't think of
1: and that'll burn you yeah Hey man, I bl- hey, you looking for someone to blame, Michigan fans?
0: Harbaugh. Yeah. Uh, maybe Ward Manuel. No,
1: I bet Dave Brandon would have brought a hot tub. I know he would have. Yeah. He was good for the gimmick and pizza. Man, mm. look, all you can do is blame yourself. Rutgers, one gimmick a year, just yeah, one, just one. Don't yeah, over gimmick yourself. Yeah, I would, man.
0: I would love to see Rutgers win. Good How good would that be? Like, I, I know it's it's petty, but I have said time and time again, I have no shame in my pettiness. I think that's half of what being a sports fan is about. just yeah. Being allowed to
1: you hate love watch
0: your other teams and half. Yeah. And half of you loving your team is hating your rivals. Yeah, so that's pretty know, much. Listen, it's fair game. I would sports. expect them to feel the same way and say the same things about us. And sure. I'd be disappointed if they didn't.
1: So. You, but God, how sweet would it be if they but lost? But you know what's, you know what's the best part about this game? I think for me, remember last year they went in and decided to, just they beat Rutgers by seventy eight. Oh, that's right. And they th- because they thought I don't know. That's not that's not sportsmanlike. That's not that's you don't because you know Ohio State did, played them the week before. They won fifty-eight to nothing. Yeah. Okay. A respectable. And who is, who is a better team? I'm
0: not, yeah, right. I, okay. Here's my my. I can't believe I'm going to defend it, but like there is a certain point where it's not like Michigan was throwing the ball. It's like if yeah, you're gonna run, like hey, I'm not, stop me. No,
1: what I'm stop getting me. at, I'm not I don't have a problem with that. Here's what I love. Yeah. Is that you can beat Rutgers as bad as you want, right. Jim. Right. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't it only counts as one. Uh, yeah, and, and you're still in fourth place in the big ten. Right, yeah, no matter cool. what how bad you beat them next on Saturday. That is a beautiful And thing. you can't change that. No. So you, can't. you can take it out on poor Buckers and feel good about yourself. Yeah. Um,
0: well, Michigan fans will get their wish at some point in this game more than likely and they'll probably see Brandon Peters
1: play, um, which they've all been crooning for. I'll say it right now. There's a reason he didn't win the starting right job. There's a reason he didn't get the second. Right. I agree
0: with you. I, I think it's funny too. I read a, I read, it's funny the excuses that you see and how the narrative can change as the season goes on so and fast. then we're going to move on to another team, but, um, I legitimately saw a couple of tweets today that was like, "Oh man, uh, they were." Someone was basically complaining about how the reason Michigan was underachieving was because their quarterback got hurt.
1: Oh,
0: I thought that's hysterical. Personally, found it just absolutely comical because really? all you heard from from a, I won't say everybody, mm-hmm. but a lot, a lot of the fan base was O'Corns McCormick's the horn. guy, or Peters is the guy, or whatever. And now all of a sudden, because Spate got hurt, yeah. you're you're struggling on offense. They had. They I don't have. necessarily disagree. I was a Spade apologist from day one.
1: We know you. I know, spate. but
0: but like you can't have you can't have it both ways. Like you got to ride or die with your decision. Yeah, you just admit you're wrong, and like or Babe. I don't know. It's you can't talk out both sides of your mouth. It's got to be one or it's got to be the other. And now and listen, when has the next hot quarterback? Ever worked out for Michigan?
1: That silence you heard, right? That's us. That's (laughs) us thinking. It's never. I mean, go go back to friggin' Drew Henson. Well, I'm just saying it. Like it doesn't work. They wanted. Oh man, I wish we could find archives of like 1997 internet where everyone was screaming. (laughs) For Drew Henson to play over Tom Brady. Right, yeah, because that happened. And now everyone's a Tom Brady ride right, or die. Of course. Okay. So Indiana at Maryland at 2.30. Don't. Now, don't now, care. Now that I do, <laughs> because <laughs> because remember when we talked about last week when it's, you know, spring and you wish you had football. Yeah, that's uh, true. Watch, you're right. Okay? You're right. You're right. Okay, fine. Um, the Hoosiers need this one to get to six. That's big.
0: They've gotten, I mean, dude, if any team has gotten a raw deal this year, it's Indiana, man. They've had what? They've had Penn State, Michigan State, Ohio State, and Michigan? Yeah. Not great for them. And they've been in a couple I've of those games. In
1: overtime to Michigan. Yeah. Had their first game of the year against Ohio State, they were tied, I believe, at halftime, down one. Um, yeah. yeah.
0: Let's let's skip ahead and then come back for the big boy yeah, last. Yeah, of course.
1: So, uh, Iowa, Minnesota, this will be the battle for who is our best win. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That is a real thing. Such a shot. That is a real thing. Uh, Iowa. I think Iowa is definitely
1: the better team. Well, if Jewel's playing.
0: I still you know true. Well, they're favored by eight, so they should still win by one, even if he doesn't play. Right? You're Uh, right. You're right. Math. Let me tell you.
1: I you you're mathing good.
0: I'm mathing good today.
1: Uh, And then Nebraska at Purdue. Um, we talk about our. We're kidding. About Mike Riley all the time. His job's like actually, actually.
0: Online. Yeah. I mean like his he's like hanging on the cliff with one finger, and if you lose At Purdue. At Purdue I mean I don't know the week after they lose to Rutgers, like he, I don't he's know, gonna man. get
1: kiffened. Remember when he couldn't get a ride home? After <laughs> yeah, the league. That's right.
0: They left him on the road or something like yeah, that? He, yeah. He
1: like didn't get to come on the bus. Like oh, okay. Oh, uh, so I get it do they have Ubers here? Right.
0: I <laughs> so, just start walking. Or, Mike I'll, would walk. I think he'd walk.
1: No, he'd just sweet-talk his way into someone's car. I'm like, hey, I'm a nice
0: guy. Give <laughs> yeah. me a ride. Yeah. yeah. So that's... Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to watch that game. Uh, I will.
1: And la- the last one. The
0: last one is... This is the big fella. This is the one I personally have been... You know, I'm not alone in this, but really been looking forward to. Um, really since the this year kind of kicked off, you're talking about probably... You know, I think Michigan State, as an argument, as is probably the third best team in the Big Ten. But I think the top two, uh, Penn State and Ohio State, are just... I think right now, I don't think there's any way you can't say that they're head and shoulders above everybody else in the conference. You know, yeah. Spartans included. Well, um, so- and it's it's an especially interesting game for Michigan State because those are... Your, we're basically starting a little round-robin here mm-hmm. with Michigan State, Penn State, and Ohio State. Where, you know, they play each other this mm-hmm. week. And then we play... Penn State and then Ohio State. You're right, and it's it's going to be interesting because I, I tell you what, man, I was really thinking that that uh, that Penn State Michigan game was going to be a lot a lot closer than it was, and I I just I just think they might be. I think I don't think Michigan's really that bad, so I kind of think that Penn State might be the real deal. But Ohio State's been on fire, and they just had a bye week. Ohio uh,
1: State, yeah. yes.
0: So. I mean Did, they had a
1: week to think about it. This is a
0: hell of a game. Hey I mean this Austin, is this is as good a game as you're gonna get nationally, I think, you're this right. year.
1: Two two questions for you. Did you purposefully omit Wisconsin?
0: <laughs> no, that was a total accident. Okay. <laughs> I thought that
1: was an amazing song <laughs> no, oh at
0: no. the real rival. Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> okay,
1: number two question. Here's why I'm not gonna go all in Ohio State. Okay. There is a team in recent memory. Had a week to think about it. They had a home game. Had a lot on the line. And mm-hmm. puked all over themselves. Mm-hmm. To when their name was Michigan Wolverines against oh, Michigan State Spartans. Oh, that's so, great. That's you good. Don't don't put too much emphasis right. on the buy.
0: No, I I realize that. I just it's not really that as much as I just think this Ohio State's really this Ohio State team is really good. I think. What surprised me the most last week about the Michigan State, excuse me, the Michigan Penn State game was I really thought that the Michigan defensive line yeah. and front seven was going to have their way with Penn State's offensive line, but the opposite was absolutely the case. Um, I kind of feel the same way again with Ohio. State. I think Ohio State's got the better front anyway, mm-hmm. not by a whole lot, but but I think they do. Um, so, I really feel like that's where the game will be won and lost. Really, on, on both sides. Because I think Ohio State will be able to score enough. But we've
1: talked about they've got burners. Oh, receivers? Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. That's and all they've got.
1: And, but, in Penn State, we know that they can get up and down the field.
0: Right. It could be a really high-scoring game. But, I think the only I think that Ohio State's defense has the chance to shut, not shut down, but mm-hmm. to limit. Mm-hmm. Penn State because of how good yeah, they're not shutting them down. But to to limit Penn State more than Penn State has the opportunity to limit Ohio State. Now, you know I guess a lot of it depends for Ohio State on which JT Barrett shows up.
1: Well, he's been showing up recently. Well, that's for what, what I mean, it's worth.
0: If that JT shows up, they're gonna have a they're I think they'll probably get the win.
1: You know, as much as everyone is talking about how amazing Penn State's offense is, Ohio State's is the number one in the country. Pretty damn good. Total offense. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, like, <laughs> it's gonna be fun. You know what? The you know what bums me out though. It's it's a uh, it's a two thirty. Yeah, it's the same time. And there's so many two thirty games, dude. You, I know. And not even the Big Ten, but you got the cocktail you know cocktails, uh, yeah. Georgia Florida. I'm not watching that game.
0: You got you two, couldn't pay me to watch Florida again. I watched like three other games early in the season. They're
1: horrific. Wilton Spate good for two pick sixes a game. <laughs> remember he did that against Florida. Yep. And then you got TCU Iowa State. Would have loved to watch what that. A, game. <laughs> Seriously. That's a DVR. I want to see Nebraska's new coach. coach. And <laughs> then I want to see, and then NC State Notre Dame. That's, that's, yeah, interesting. that's, that's a good that's fun. Yeah, that's 14 versus 9. That's a
0: fun game. NC State's number 14.
1: Yeah, they're 6 wow. 1.
0: Well, I know Bradley Chubb is a stud. That defensive
1: end, he's real good. I mean, there's so many good 230 games. And that's kind of cool because at the same time, while it sucks we can't watch some really awesome games, we're just like, shh,
0: quiet. Right, yeah, don't talk about don't Michigan State. There. That's fine. Yeah, that's,
1: don't, in that's fact, fine. don't watch. Please don't. We're going to probably win by one. It'll be 14 to 12. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a terrible. We'll one. just call, we'll, we'll phone well, in the score. Well,
0: then let's, let's use that as our transition then. Of
1: course. So, Northwestern uh, just got an OT win, yeah. kind of handed to them. I, I don't know if you saw the end of the game. Sure didn't. Uh okay, <laughs> I'll help sure you didn't. Out. So, <laughs> so Northwestern has the rock uh, about ninety ticks on the clock, two timeouts. Mister Pat Fitzgerald mm-hmm. playing for OT, baby. Sure, knees around. Mm. Doesn't really want not play for anything but overtime. Okay. That might it, if unless he had just like kneeled, 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 punted was the only <laughs> way you could have out big tent that decision, <laughs> or just punted on first down. Well, yeah, that's the big time. Gentlemen's agreement. To a gen- each other. <laughs> And so they they won it overtime after a gift a little bit and fourth down Iowa. The receiver just dropped the ball like like it was a it was a comeback and it uh, just yeah. hit him in the chest Ugh. to end the game. Oh and, my God! And like Northwestern didn't know like do we celebrate? Like that was really, <laughs> that was kind of a sad thing we just saw. Uh-huh. So they, the Northwestern's feeling good. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. Like this is this is a, a if they beat Iowa, look out. The rest of their schedule, as you pointed out, pretty out, wide open. Look out for what? Hot team. <laughs> I mean, it's a hot team. The
0: Gator Bowl team. or whatever.
1: That's a big deal. Okay. It's a big deal for,
0: yes. It's no, I North don't disagree. Western? I think a nine-win Northwestern team is a big deal.
1: Yeah, and let's I not, don't disagree with you. And let's not laugh at different people's expectations. No, like,
0: I'm just thinking it's like, watch out, because they can't even make... They can't even win the division. I understand, but
1: that's like a big win for that yeah, program. it absolutely
0: is. This would be a big win for
1: them. So and and probably their their best win of the season. They took down Michigan State. So yeah. they're trending this year. Um whether we like it or not, going into this game because our offense has struggled so much. Yeah. Northwestern will have the higher passer, the higher rusher, mm-hmm. the higher receiver and potentially this might be the best passing quarterback we've played. And, and that does not mean he's good
0: no that doesn't mean he's good <laughs> again you want to talk about relative Hit expectations me. that doesn't mean that he's good um you know Clayton Thorson tore Michigan State a new one last year absolutely scorched Michigan me. State I was in, I was there to see it in person it was horrific
1: I believe he was on the team that set the record for most uh... this
0: most points that was last year most points scored at Spartan Stadium cool. him and uh, their little receiver. Well,
1: it's uh, great. We have you insane. have our atten- our defense's attention.
0: Right, they're not going to take Northwestern lightly. But uh, this is a very different team. Uh, it's a very different offense. They have not been nearly as prolific as they were. I don't even think they were that prolific another game last season. But they they're not as prolific. Thorson, for for as you know, despite the fact that he might be the best quarterback Michigan State's faced, he's not really lighting the world on fire. He's completing about sixty percent of his passes. But he's thrown eight touchdowns to nine interceptions. Oh boy! Uh, yeah, he's a little turnover prone. Um, through seven games, he's got almost seventeen hundred yards. So I mean, that's you know two hundred plus a game. It's it's certainly not bad. Really, his biggest problem is he turns the ball over. He, however, is not the guy that I personally am as
1: You're worried, worried about,
0: about. I'm okay. We'll talk about the weapon in a second because that's the real guy to worry about. But Thorson, when you look at him as a quarterback, considering the guys he has around him and the running back he's got in Justin Jackson, you make him beat you. Yeah. You absolutely make him beat yeah. you. You sell out against Justin. Justin Jackson is a stud. He's a got- guy. He's a great running back. He's got 600 yards, and he's the heart and soul of this offense. He's got he's 600 it. yards in seven games, six touchdowns. Uh, he also has He's also leading the team in receptions. Oh, wow. Yeah, with, uh, what does he have, 26 catches. So, he is it. Now if you want to understand just how, how, how much how. of it he is yeah, for them is in his in the team's four wins rushing he has 494 yards and five touchdowns. So he's good for a buck 25 a game basically. Yeah. But when they lose in the three losses he has 109 total yards and one total touchdown. Total in
1: 3
0: total rushing yards. Wow. So that's it.
1: Yeah, you, you, you sell out on him. If
0: you stop the run, which Michigan State has done against every team they've played yeah. this year, and you make Thorson try to beat you,
1: yeah.
0: chances are he's going to turn the ball over. Chances are he's you know he's averaging over a turnover a game, yeah. Yeah, over an interception a game. Um, if you want to play the odds, and you want to play to your strengths, frankly, if you're Michigan State, uh, you you mark Justin Jackson. Now, the, the part that scares me the most about Jackson is his ability as a receiver, because... Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, you put some linebackers in some rough spots. Right. right? I
0: mean, MSU's got, you know, Andrew Dowell is no slouch as as a cover man, but you know, Chris Fry can get lost in coverage. Um, the only real great cover safety they have nine, I wouldn't even say great. It's probably an exaggeration, but David Dowell is the only real cover man that they've got for running backs in the, so it's really the two Dallas in, in the back seven. Um, That's the part that scares you a little bit because he can get crafty and sort of work his way out of the backfield and Mm -hmm. make plays happen when they shouldn't be there. Especially if, you know, Michigan state struggles to, to get to Thorson. He's a little more mobile than he gets credit for. Yeah. Um, And if he's able to keep some plays alive, you've seen it happen time and time again this season with a little more mobile quarterback, especially against Minnesota. Um, If MSU can't get to that, quarterback and these receivers and especially Jackson can kind of shake something loose.
1: Yeah. They can make some place. What do they say? Keep it in front of you?
0: Keep it in front of you. So right. um, I, I definitely think that Jackson, Jackson's the, he's, he's the key to the
1: whole thing. So <clears throat> I, great breakdown. You know, I'm going to come back with a, some, some different stats. Okay. You know, you're, you're, Jackson you're saying is kind of um, the thing that makes them go. Yep. They do have the third best passing offense in the Big Ten. And we have, fortunately, the third best passing defense. Mm-hmm. That's applying to our strength. Now, I, one thing that I've discovered when talking to fellow Big Ten fans of other schools, people have this like weird idea about how good or mostly bad their quarterback is. <laughs> you have to understand, just like we see in the NFL every week, if you have a... You call them a plus quarterback. Yeah. Just, just a plus quarterback. You are already better than 60% of the teams. Oh, 100%. Right? Yeah. Solve that problem and you're in good Solve shape. Solve a lot of problems. So, Northwestern has a plus quarterback. Relative plus. Right? So, you're already doing better than yeah. Illinois. Mm-hmm. You know, you're already doing better than the butt. You're already yeah, doing. Purdue. You see how this yes. works? So, anyway. You, People like get on having a bad quarterback. Is he great? No. Is he going to win? Is he going to play professional football? Yeah. No. I, I think the term's competent. And that's what you need. Yeah. And and what it takes it,
0: you a long way in college have, football, and long a, ways. And
1: competent quarterbacks can put you in positions that maybe you to win games that you should. One hundred percent. Mm-hmm. So, I would say
0: he's a competent quarterback. I actually think I think Lewerke's got the chance to be a plus quarterback. I don't, don't really see a market
1: difference. He already between, is. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's, that's it's a win. So they also have the – so speaking of Lewerke, they have the second worst passing defense in the league. Right. And we they, have, haven't, they haven't exactly played powerhouse offenses either. So step up, Brian.
0: Yeah, this is I, – I think that's a great point. This is a, a chance – we talked about it earlier how this game could be a real springboard it's a real it's time for Lewerke it's when you really want to see some development out of him um and he's he's being given a a, really a golden opportunity yeah it's great I mean he really is he's (laughs) being handed a great chance
1: and I talked about you know uh Iowa State is West Lansing, mm-hmm. Evanston's Northwest Lansing. <laughs> okay, you know we's gonna have a, it's not gonna be rabid, and no. okay, it, you're gonna it's gonna be friendly environments. Okay, yeah,
0: it's gonna be pretty green. They've even talked about how they think it's gonna be a really green atmosphere. Good. I mean, Christine listen, it. we live roughly how many miles south of Evanston? We're in Chicago, yeah, and there are so many Michigan State fans yeah. here. We, I mean, I personally know plenty of people who are going to that game. So
1: um, I may, I might. The one thing I want to point out: their defense, it's getting better. They okay. they started. Uh, they gave up thirty three in their first game. I think they lost to Wisconsin. Yep. Hung with them. Lost by nine, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe less. And then they gave up thirty one to Penn State. Admirable. So, that's okay. Admirable. At this point, that's okay. <laughs> Twenty one game three and ten last week. I mean. Not everything can be read in just those four stats. You can see that they are playing lesser competition, but then also they are they're also producing. Versus yeah, that well, lesser they're doing
0: what you're supposed to do right. against lesser
1: competition. So, what I get, what I'm getting at is, this is not a sieve of a defense. Yeah. So this is, uh, to your point, back to Brian. It's a great opportunity.
0: This is your chance. I mean, I mean, really, this this is a chance to go on the road, win, you know, finish out a part of the schedule. That we looked at a few weeks ago and said, "Hey, if you can go three and zero here, wow. you're, I mean everything you could ever want I mean, is in front of you."
1: And I want to be very clear with, all, with with us, our fans. Well, going into this three game stretch, there was approximately a twenty to twenty four percent chance we'd go three and zero. Yeah, and and I know that might sound really really low. Way percentages, you, you have to multiply them on top of right. each other, right? Like it gets too low really fast. Yeah, to go three and zero is very difficult in any conference at any point against however many teams you play. Two of the three are down. This is arguably, probably the hardest of the three. I mean, at Minnesota, yeah. it's tough. No, this is. I mean, this is Indiana tough was clearly difficult. No yeah. game is a gimme, and I and I think the other thing I want to point out is when the line opened up, Northwestern was a point fave. Off the top. And as they should like, have been. And I feel like the, my Twitter timeline was blowing up. Yeah. Like, why? Whoa, no just, just disrespect. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Listen, whoa. it's not like we've been beaten teams yeah, by, we're not. A, by a,
0: a bunch of points or really clearly looking like the dominant team. The defense, I think it's fair to look at the defense and think that's pretty damn good. That's going to keep Michigan State in basically every game they play.
1: But can't you also, as Vegas, be like, yeah, Northwestern is a point favorite because we think it's gonna be ten to nine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I mean <laughs> it's a fair line. I don't I don't see how you can be so, really have much conviction either. So or. now it's swayed, and we know that it's swayed because of the betting, not necessarily because of the odds. But Michigan State is about a two point favorite right now. I think from the sites I trust, and if you care about stats, I highly recommend uh, a couple teamrankings.com. It's really fun. You can get lost in there for hours. I also recommend uh, five thirty eight, which is Nate Obviously. Silver's it's Spartan. A- uh, okay right yeah and then uh it's it's just really fun to get lost in there i think uh 45 ish percent is the average um uh winning possibility i think we're given that sounds about right 45 45 because it's a road game road game with a young team i mean it... so what do you think I... what do you think's gonna happen what do you expect
0: i expect another ugly game yeah uh i will... I want to expect this to be the game where Lewerke kind of, you know, kind of puts it together, goes, you know, 18 for 24 for Ooh. 200-something yards and a couple touchdowns. I would love that. Hot. I would love that. But the weather conditions are going to be nasty again. It's going to oh. be 46 and rainy, allegedly. Oh, no. So, more rain, which means Michigan State's going to try to run the ball.
1: I've heard that we're 2-0 oh in the rain. That's... Allegedly.
0: Uh, I expect it to be another ugly game. Until I see something markedly different out of the offense, and until you... I really think it's until you see Lewerke take the next step. I think a lot of people want to concentrate on the fact that a running back hasn't emerged. But listen, you know what will free up a lot of running lanes? A quarterback who can make consistent plays down the field. I think we all... Everybody... If anyone's had faith is wavering in Lurky, it's ridiculous. No, I think you should just. I like, don't think that's We talk. Happen. No, I don't think so either. But I'm just. I'm just saying. Yeah. He has the ability. We've all seen it. I think everybody feels it. But I. I want to start. I just think this is such a good opportunity for him to take that step forward, really gain even more confidence doing it on the road, yeah. doing it in the week before getting into some real, real big boy games. Keep I mean, the, it's,
1: keep the. You know what's. You can only play the game you're playing in front of you. Absolutely. The revenge tour continues. And I
0: think you said something, maybe it was before we started recording earlier, but beating these teams by only a few points here and there, it's not a bad thing. Mm -mm. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think for a team that is this still, I mean, listen, we're seven games in. These guys aren't exactly pups anymore, but you're still only seven games in for a lot of these guys. You know, it's kind of both sides of the coin. But for a team this young, and for a lot of guys who haven't necessarily like been a big part of these big winning teams, to to keep your eye squarely on your next opponent, because you know the week before, mm-hmm. like we were lucky to win last week. Yeah. Like we executed when we had to, but like we were not far from losing that game. To not get a big head
1: well, what is, and yeah. to
0: keep that eye squarely on the next week, that's, I mean, honestly, it's not the worst thing in the world. I'd love to see him go out and win by you know 50 points every week, but...
1: Well, these last four weeks, you said it. Think at the beginning of the season, last week we could not find the inches. No. This season, four last four games. Oh yeah. Found them.
0: Those are that's zero and four last year.
1: Absolutely, and we we found them. Right. And that's the difference between zero and four and four and zero, and that is <laughs>
0: that is it's huge. It's monumental. It's, I, I mean,
1: it's it's seismic.
0: We were also having this discussion before we started recording about. Um, expectations
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we're on kind of different sides of the coin here yeah um i think we agree in the fact that when we cut you came into this season what were the i think the expectations for anybody as we stated at the beginning was if you can get to seven wins you have to be extremely happy with this season right. just considering everything that happened in the offseason considering just how young this team is um considering how tough i mean honestly how tough the parts of the schedule are like yeah. Seven wins is is a really nice season. Now, my point of view is that now that you've gotten off to a six and one start, mm-hmm. you look at the schedule, you see some tough games on there, but you also see some really winnable games on there. I personally think that my ex, my expectations have
1: mm-hmm.
0: absolutely changed. Okay, I will. My expectations have absolutely changed. I, I think this this team has proven that they are. Better, beyond a shadow of a doubt, than a seven-win team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I I expect more from this team. And this week is big. This week is big. I think it changed. I think coming into the season, I looked at this game. I was like, you know what? They're probably going to lose that game. They could win. They'll probably lose. Now, I think they have the better team. They I should think, go in and win. Yeah, I think... They should win. You're, you're They might lose. They could lose. They very well could lose. I think they should win this game.
1: So... And, and let's talk about expectations really quick. You're right. You know, you we both came in. I think you said you had them pegged for ideally seven. Yeah, I right? said between six and seven. Yeah, right. I had them pegged for six. Right. And we're talking about expect, expectations get to change or not through the season. I don't. What I don't think is fair is when a team wins close coin flip games for our fan base to start to say. Or think it's that that we all of a sudden are being disrespected. Okay, that's absolutely true. For being numbered 18 in the country, you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I,
0: I absolutely. There's get no
1: disrespect. No,
0: there's no disrespect. I do think that there is a difference between winning coin flip games when your one of your sides of the ball is clearly extremely good, no doubt, because it's not. It's funny. When you when you watch certain games like certain in ups in upsets, there's two different kind of upsets. There's the upsets where you're like, how, how the hell happen? did that happen? <laughs> yeah. Like I looked at and I could be wrong about this, but when I was watching Syracuse yeah. and Clemson, Clemson, Syracuse tried so hard to lose that game. Tried well, hard. So, no, they tried so hard to lose Clemson's that game. Quarterback. Clemson's quarterback got hurt, but but still, but that's what I mean. Like how does this happen? And yeah. and Clemson, Syracuse still probably should have lost they that still, game. Yeah. But you're right. if you look at what was at the time an upset in Michigan State going in and beating Michigan, uh-huh. you look at that now and you're like, okay, Michigan State was just a better team. Uh-huh. End of story. There's two different types of upsets and two different types of expectations. So I, I think disrespect is crazy for anybody to think that we're being disrespected. It's not like Michigan State's
1: winning these games by much of anything. Well, exactly. Like, and that's what I brought up when people are saying, like, how are we – you know not favored in this game you know what i was like first of all who who gives it yeah it doesn't doesn't matter <laughs> who cares <laughs> but you but you can you have to be able to back up look at it from not today but say yeah the macro gotta take a bigger look and be like hey yeah it is a coin flip game at northwestern because you know what it was a coin flip back in august yeah, so at best. F- when we were looking at this game. Right. And so, like... It is important to and, remember that. And very little has changed for either team. Northwestern is the team we thought they would be coming into this game. Right?
0: They are who we oh, thought they were. Right. Love you, Smith. <laughs> got to bring it back. No, Denny Green.
1: Oh, was it? Come on, dog. my be. Sorry. All, right. <laughs> all right. So, uh, expectations. I mean, we'll, we'll get into it more next week, especially on the outcome. I think that's yeah, an important segment. that changed a lot. Yeah. We'll hit, but um got a prediction this week? Don't want to put you on the spot. I always do.
0: No, I think... um I just expect another ugly close game, but I think this is a game that Michigan State,
1: you know why, should I, win. You know why they win this game. Not because they they lose this game, because random coin flip games don't always go in your favor. Right. They win this game because it's not random in luck. Because they understand and have won really close hard games and figure right. it out. Right? Exactly. That's the difference. Yeah, And I, I don't have a you. prediction but I'm just telling you that's the difference.
0: And this team can learn a lot from They've learned a lot over right. the last couple weeks and I think it's going to serve them well on the road and I think Lewerke is going to have a good game.
1: prop bet. Right,
0: Let's hear it. Okay, last I week. don't know if
1: I've lost one of these yet. Austin, you're undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't win a dad pop. So last week uh the prop bet was which would be higher temperature at kickoff or Michigan State's uh, highest wide receiver yardage. Mm-hmm. But you had to pick the correct wide receiver if it happened. You chose was it young young I think I took Hunter again. Young Hunter Damn it. who is now New Moon. Yeah, new moon, yes. <laughs> correct. No longer young hunter. Yes. But you have one because out of nowhere, Cody White, yeah, with ninety-nine yards receiving, loved it. Loved every every yard of it. Cody got to stretch out for a hundo. Honestly, you got to reach. Come on, man. Get That's the threat. thing, Young Buckle learned.
0: Now you still still never made it to hundred yards. Did you really even have a game?
1: Yeah. Did you play? <laughs> did you play? <laughs> you got to learn that. <laughs> He'll learn that. So here's here's the new prop bet, as always, which will be higher. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm in. Total scores. Allowed by Michigan State defense, so that could be touchdown or field goal. Safeties don't count. Oh, okay, understand. Got it. Special teams included. Got it. All right. Run backs or audible. Go green, go white. Chance on oh. the broadcast. So was this sessions of go green, go white chance? Was this literally audible? You can no, just like sessions. Yes, yeah. okay. Sessions where you're like. We score a touchdown, that you can hear on the broadcast in the back. Oh boy! Because remember, in Northwest Lansing, we're going to bring about twenty thousand people to yeah. this field. Yeah, and Maybe. if you've never
0: been to Ryan, Ryan Field, it is small. it's a
1: it's a high school. It's place. a
0: fun place to see it's a game, so but fun. Uh, it so is fun. not
1: a it's not a big stadium at all. It's very um, it's very cool. It's right on the lake. Yeah, it's check awesome. it
0: out. So it's windy, and it's going to be gross. It's going to be nasty. So, ooh, so what do you got? What
1: do you got? Because that's pretty close, it's right? That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> what are you going to go with?
0: You're not wrong either way. Could be a tie. Could be a I push. Th- I'm going to go with the audible go green, go whites. How many? Oh, wow. It's a whole other angle. I uh, want to hear how
1: many. Why do you think that?
0: I'm going to say four. Four? Yeah.
1: Yeah. How because ma-
0: see, here's what you got to remember. Because if Michigan State is winning at the yeah. end,
1: yeah. you're, you're going to
0: get at least... No, you got more than one.
1: No, it's just one First session. First
0: Right, no, but I think there's going to be multiple sessions as we go. And you oh. also have to remember that the game... Like, if it's decided, mm-hmm. the game shows all the way to the end. Time Michigan wait. State fans will not leave.
1: You think this will be decided, like, early? I don't know. You Maybe. just said it was going to be an ugly game. I
0: do think it's going to be an ugly game. You can't have
1: both. I'm saying, I'm saying the chance. Chance. Okay. We'll take it. Now. There's going to be – half of the stadium is going to be Michigan State fans. Guys, I'm, I'm down with it. Okay. And they got nothing else. They don't have a chance. you <sighs> You're right. So. You know what they do on third downs is so sad. You're they just and roar. And it, goes, it goes. It goes. It's like the. It's like a, an alley cat. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. And they think it's like hard. I don't know. It's Wait. Weird.
0: What do we give people this week if they listen to this point?
1: If you make it to this point, we'll know because you'll tweet us, and you have to. You can do whatever you want to show us that you did. Yeah. Well, we will provide a nickname. A
0: Michigan State Halloween nickname. A Halloween nickname. Yeah. So. Based Boy. strictly
1: only off of your handle name and bio, yes, you will Correct. be dictated a, a
0: and you will have to be that. Um, I think that's a good deal. Yeah, but just, you have to send us the screenshot to this moment, and and then we'll we will abide.
1: I'm so excited for the game on yeah. Saturday. Me too. I'm so pumped! It's going to be so indicative. I'm pumped for every game, but that's but I'm especially pumped right
0: now. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. I think. We're excited. We hope you are, too. Um, all right. For for John Kirby, this is Austin Smith signing off. Uh, thanks again for listening, and we will catch you guys next week.
1: Go green. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com.